0: On today's episode 17, you will meet Marcy Carrick, owner of Red Barn Cooking Classes at Carlton Landing. She launched her business officially early 2023 in Carlton Landing, but has been teaching cooking for years. As you'll see, she's passionate about what she does. She loves seeing others get excited about the cooking process and the opportunity to connect with her students as she sees you later around Carlton Landing. In this episode, you'll learn about the types of classes she offers, how far out she announces her next class, who is welcome, how large her classes are, how to sign up, if her classes fill up quickly, if she offers private classes, the story behind the Red Barn, and so much more. Be sure to share, follow, and leave a five-star review. Welcome to the All Things Carlton Landing Podcast, a show that helps you discover the best that Carlton Landing has to offer. My name is Amanda Coleman, and I'm a Carlton Landing vacation rental owner and enthusiast. We're really glad you're here. Let's get started. Today, we have Marcy Carrick joining us to share about her cooking classes at Carlton Landing. Marcy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Do you live in Carlton Landing full time? Tell us how you came to be there, and then how you ended up offering these classes.
1: Ooh, okay, Amanda. I uh, moved to Carlton Landing in 2015 when I retired from my teaching career. I taught family and consumer science; it's what a lot of people know of as home ec. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've lived here full time for eight years now. When I, when my husband and I first visited Carlton Landing in 2013. I instantly fell in love with it, and we owned a lot two days later. And <laughs> now my, uh, my four kids and 11 grandkids visit here a lot. I mean, who wouldn't? So uh, I started offering the Red Barn Cooking School classes after my husband passed away in 2022. It gives me a way to connect with people and stay busy and share my love of cooking
0: with people who want to learn. I love that. And I have been to one of your classes. I was at your, let's see, what was the class? The, um, the Did orange. Did you come to salsa? No, Summer came to salsa. My daughter came to your salsa class. She loved it. <laughs> she still. I think maybe it oh, was limoncello. Yeah, Amanda. that's what it was, limoncello. <laughs> yes, I couldn't remember the name of it. That was my so first fun. official. Was it really? Oh, it was so... <laughs> I just, before I get into the details, I will tell the listeners that I've been to the one class. It was so well planned, so well executed. It was very smooth. Just, and the product you ended up enjoying at the end was tasty and high quality, and it was just really well done. So tell us a little bit more about your cooking background, because you obviously love it.
1: I do. And I love teaching it. But my cooking background actually started as a kid. I come from a big family of nine. I have five older brothers and one sister. And there was plenty of cooking to help with growing up. Uh, When I got to high school, I took uh, home ec in high school and just loved the class, loved my teacher. And it launched me on a career to major in home economics at Oklahoma State and then later to become a home ec teacher.
0: I love that tell us um, what classes have you done? You mentioned the salsa and you mentioned the limoncello. What else have you offered at Carlton Landing for classes? Well, I
1: have had several classes. I've had limoncello, obviously. I've had summer salsa. I did lake cookies. I had a Play-Doh class during the church uh, camp this summer. That wasn't that was cooking, but it wasn't eating, so don't eat. The
0: plate. <laughs> um,
1: I've had bruschetta and bread, and uh, gosh, without my book in front of me, those are the ones that just come to mind. Yeah, what was the cookie one you mentioned? The lake cookies. So, when well, you come to the lake, everybody wants to eat, nobody wants to. Well, I don't want to dirty up my kitchen, and I mean, I can make everything from scratch, but sometimes you just want to make something. Quick and easy that everybody likes. And so that lake cookies class is one that um, it's one I did in my classroom, but it's just super easy and and fun. And I had a whole bunch of I did that Mother's Day weekend and I had
0: several moms and kids come to that and uh, it was a big hit. That's so fun. That was actually going to be my next question. I know summer's come to the salsa one. She actually went there with one of our, one of her little friends. And I think the little friend's mom. Um, So I know, I know that you do allow kids. Do you allow kids on all of them? Or are they just some are kid friendly?
1: So obviously limoncello was an adult only class, Mm
0: -hmm. but besides that um, the classes are
1: basically geared towards adults teenagers who you know are interested in cooking are definitely welcome to come mm-hmm. as long as they are with a supervising adult it doesn't have to be their parent but not kids just by themselves
0: coming yeah yeah and what are some so you we talked about some of the ones you've done already what are your what are some in the the plans and the pipeline coming up what you're dreaming about <laughs> so, give us the inside scoop marcy
1: So if you're listening to this, you get the inside scoop, or if you know me and stop by my porch or see me on the sidewalk. My next class is going to be pies. It's going to be in November. I have 90% figured out when it's going to be. I mean, it'll be the weekend before Thanksgiving. I believe the date is the 18th. I usually have the classes on Saturday. It'll be that weekend. I just have to look at you know, my availability, what I'm doing with my family, if I've got a trip I'm going to be out of town on. I try to plan one class a month.
0: Okay. How far out do you plan these? And I guess that's a two-part question. How far out do you plan them? I'm just kind of curious. And how far out do you communicate, announce them so people can make plans?
1: Okay. So I've got a, I've kind of got a year and a half to two years of classes up my sleeve. Oh, wow.
0: Um,
1: I, I, I plan the next one kind of based on the season and hmm. what I feel like doing. I mean, I'm doing this for the community, but I'm also doing this for me. Yeah, And it's something that, you know, I look forward to doing that makes it fun. Obviously, Pies in November is a great match. So I I kind of plan the next one, and that, but I don't launch it until – and by launch, I mean – put it out publicly Mm -hmm. until just a little under two weeks before the class. I've learned that my minors in marketing and I've learned that kind of trial and error, what works well, you know, people can't always plan what they're going to do. And I have learned that I do better on kind of putting the word out. And then when I decide, I usually put a teaser on my Instagram page, like the next class is going to launch tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And um,
0: then when I put the information out, that way people kind of know to look for it. Mm, That's a good idea. And how do you decide when to offer your classes? You mentioned Saturday. That's obvious because that's a high traffic day, you know, of the, of the month of the week for Carlton landing. But what about certain weekends over others? Well,
1: basically it's based on my schedule, You know, with 11 grandkids, often I have family things, you know, somebody's birthday party or maybe a trip I'm going on with one of my kids or we've got, you know, a bunch of family coming on a weekend and I just have to make it work for my schedule. You know, I'm retired, so this is a... I, I want to do this, and I need to do it. You know, one class a month is kind of my goal, mm-hmm. but um, I just have to look at my calendar and kind of see what's open. And then every once in a while, I plan a class, and then my kids say, "Hey, mom, do you want to do this?" And I'm like, "Sorry,
0: I'm already booked." Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good, though. If you're only planning a couple weeks in advance, like your kids know you got to book mom. You know, that's that's right. More than two weeks out, she's not just sitting around waiting for an invita- invitation. <laughs> That's right. Don't be
1: asking for a date night
0: <laughs> <laughs> the night before. That's right. <laughs> that's funny. Um, and how how can people know about your upcoming classes? You mentioned the Instagram. Is that your primary form of communicating?
1: So right now, Instagram is a great way to promote anything, and mm-hmm. so I realized I needed to get Instagram savvy. I started my red barn underscore Carlton landing Instagram page. I've had to learn Instagram from scratch. Mm -hmm. So that's been a real learning curve, but that has worked wonderfully. So that's kind of my number one way that I let people know about a class. I also put it on the Carlton landing marketplace Facebook mm-hmm. page usually one time just because you know not everybody does Instagram mm-hmm. um and then on my porch of the red barn I have a sign that I it once I decide on what the next class is I'll put a little sign out and I'll have a QR code that they can scan with their phone if they want more information or you can just ask me you know.
0: <laughs> the old fashioned way right <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and for the listeners, I will put on our show notes, your Instagram account name, as far as the, and the link for the Facebook page that you mentioned. And right. I was the marketplace marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yes. But so your classes, well, okay. I want to ask you how big your classes are, but first I want to talk through some of the, the housekeeping topics, such as how people sign up. So you mentioned sign-up genius. What does the sign-up process look like?
1: When I put a class and promote it on Instagram, I have a link to the sign-up genius in my Instagram Bio-Link. main homepage in the bio. And if, anybody, if that just goes you know, because a lot of my friends are my age. (laughs) Uh, If that goes right over your head, you know, just ask me (laughs) and I can send it to you personally. But um, that that works. Sign Up Genius has a few little hiccups on how you can actually put that, or not so much Sign Up Genius, but Sign Up Genius and Instagram are not real good friends Mm. as far as me being able to embed that into an Instagram post. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've kind of learned that trial and error, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what I'll do is I'll put that on there and then I'll say, click here and you can, you know, click on that mm-hmm. and with your, you know, in your phone with your cursor, click on that. And that'll take you to the sign up genius p- post. And then that gets you in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And how do, how do people pay? So, the sign up genius um, has a link to my Venmo. And so I keep all my business stuff separate. I even have an accountant, Amanda. I know. I'm legit, (laughs) Dad You sure are. I know. But it it has a link to my Venmo, and people pay for the class through the Venmo. And that way, you know, they sign up, but then they need to pay for it. And roughly, it's. $30 $30 a person. Sometimes a class will be more than that if the supplies are pricey, but most of the time I can offer a class for $30 and it makes people super happy, happy. Cause I know that's way underpriced, but you know, my goal is not big time to make money. My goal is to offer
0: something good for Carlton
1: landing and to connect with people.
0: Yeah. And you're doing a really fantastic job at that. So how long, is the class (laughs) so most of the time believe it or not as a teacher I can get
1: my classes done in an hour for some reason that just that's just embedded in me Um, every now and then it'll take a little bit longer but most of my classes run about pretty close to an hour
0: yeah you do a lot of prep though don't you to make it oh my gosh I do a ton of prep and that's the, th- that's
1: the behind the scenes thing yeah. that to make a food class really g- be great for the people who are attending is you have to make it in stages so you can pull that next one out. You know, yes. like when I made the, the homemade bread, I mean, I had to have the dough already made. Plus I had to have the ingredients for The participants to make their own and then I had to have the already done dough ready for people to taste so yes there's a ton of prep usually takes me a a couple of days before the class to get all those last minute details done
0: yeah yeah well I just can can only imagine everything but it's it's so much better than when I was teaching
1: school and I had a five minute break between classes to get ready for the next one
0: that's true you you're moving on up Marcy. Yeah.
1: And I don't <laughs> I haven't had to send anyone to the office. Oh, you know, right. So <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> That's
0: so good. How many people typically come to your classes? Or well, how many spots se- do you typically have? I have
1: seats for 20. If a class requires a little more table space, sometimes I may have to back it down to 15.
0: 10 would probably be Today's podcast is sponsored by The Lodge on Twinkle Lane, a luxury rental home just steps from Mom and Tiggs in the heart of Carlton Landing. The Lodge is the perfect escape for families and friends wanting to push pause on your daily demands and reconnect through quality time and fun activities. The Lodge is cozy, fragrance-free, and provides everything you'll need for a relaxing vacation. To help you plan your next vacation in Carlton Landing, go to the lodge on twinklelane.com to receive our free vacation travel guide and use code podcast10 to receive 10% off your next stay. And now back to the episode.
1: You know about the smallest, I don't like, but usually 15 is, it works, but you know, 20 is about my max. So usually when I offer a class, it fills up pretty fast.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask how fast they fill up, and if you've ever, if they, if they're always all full.
1: Limoncello filled up in less than forty-eight hours. Wow.
0: Um,
1: usually, usually I, they fill up in two to three days.
0: Okay. So for our listeners on Instagram, keep an eye out. Definitely go check and keep an eye on marcy's account and don't um don't think you can just come back to it later <laughs> When <it's laughs> that's through. right
1: if you want to do it go ahead and sign up and pay and you know reserve your spot so yeah. that you'll be guaranteed a fun afternoon
0: yeah do you ever and so this is a random question that just came to mind most people i assume that come are guests Staying at a vacation rental in Carlton Landing. But have you ever had any local, like Ufalaites or McAllisterites, come to your class just kind of so, for the client experience?
1: So I'm I'm word of mouth connected through Carlton Landing. But yes, there's some McAllister residents and Eufala area residents that have come, but mainly they come because they know something about Carlton Landing and have been here. And um, it's a mix of you know, full-time residents, you know, people that are my friends. Sometimes it's somebody that is renting a home. And, uh, you know, both Katie and Eamon uh, put my information on their Instagram pages and give it to their, you know, uh, renters for that weekend if they want to yeah. sign up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's mainly, though, it's Carlton Landing. It's mm-hmm. not for me to market to southeast Oklahoma yeah. because, you know, this is my home and these are my people
0: yeah of course yes 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 okay do you think you'll ever redo any of your old classes if there's some that we really love or you really love or do you have so (laughs) many in the pipeline you're just going to keep cranking out the new stuff
1: so just selfishly speaking not really but not never I am repeating pies, but I mean, people have requested that. It was such a great class. And I offered that a few years ago, back when we used to make our own fun, you know, and I wasn't official. I just have a class from time to time with my friends here at Carlton Landing. Um, But yes, pies is a repeat. Sushi was a real big hit. And I I do offer private classes. And I did my October class was a private sushi class for a group of moms and daughters from Texas who were here for fall break. And that was, that was super fun. So I did sushi again, but you know, the more times I do the same class, the more it just kind of becomes work and I love to just kind of keep it up and different.
0: Okay. Tell me more about this private class idea. I didn't realize that you offered that if someone wanted to reach out to you about that, what would they need to know as far as like how many people you need to make the class go? And do you handle the pricing the same way? Do they get to choose what they make? Tell us a little bit more about that. So
1: the private classes start at 300 and it's for a group up to six. Um, If it's more than that, then I'll just adjust the price. Obviously, if you want to do more than just a basic class, then it might be a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, it could be a class of two or even one, Mm -hmm. you know, that that just wants to do a special thing. And, you know, let's face it, it's still a heck of a deal. I've taken taken food classes. I love to do that when I travel. You know, I took a Cajun cooking class when I was in New Orleans Mm -hmm. years ago. You know, I think I paid $150 and I was one of 40 in the room. So, I mean, if you can get a private class at Carlton Landing, that's a sweet deal, but they just have to contact me and I have to look at my calendar and, you know, you definitely have to plan because I can't, I can't do it at the drop of a hat and I have to work it into my schedule and it has, I have to have time to get all the
0: supplies. Mm -hmm. And do they choose, can they request what they learn to cook?
1: yeah i've got a I've got a list of things that
0: would work great for a cooking school class and I kind of let them pick from there mm-hmm. and do you hold it at the red barn also or is it in their vacation rental
1: no I do everything on site at the red barn and the location of the red barn is thirty firefly right across from the big park and people go oh yeah yeah I've seen that <laughs> yeah. uh, So many people say, I I always wondered what that was, Uh, Uh but I do everything there. And, you know, that way I can have everything set up and ready to
0: host when people arrive. Mm -hmm. And do they contact you through Instagram DM or is there a better way?
1: No, just a message through Instagram is great. And usually those pop up right away every now and then. If it's somebody that is not in my contacts, those are hidden messages on Instagram and every now and then that I, I have to like go search those out, but that's pretty, pretty well. And, you know, so many people know me cause I've lived here since dirt yeah. that, that, you know, it's just like, they'll just, you know, send me a text or something like that if yeah. they know me.
0: Yeah. 2015 for Carlton landing might as well be like, the 1800s for the United States, right?
1: <laughs> Way back in the I know. beginning. <laughs> uh, we were some of the first uh, 50 homes here. Wow. It was it was quite a different
0: Man, you've
1: seen a bunch of change, huh? A
0: lot of growth, yes. That's cool. That's really fun. Um, do you... Let's see. I was going to ask, what is your favorite thing about these classes? I mean, I know that you love cooking and you love teaching, but what... Is it seeing the people do what they didn't think they could do? Like, is there anything else that kind of goes into your motivation?
1: Oh, definitely. And I mean, I'm going to kind of date myself, but I think myself as a home ec teacher, even though, you know, now we call it family and consumer science. Get with, you know, get with the program. <laughs> but um, I, I have had so many, you know, adult friends say to me, Oh, my gosh, I wish I'd taken your class Mm -hmm. because, you know, you only have so many electives. And then, you know, you grow up and you realize you need childcare and money management and food Mm -hmm. and nutrition and cooking and budgeting, consumer, all the things that I taught. And so this allows me to teach people who really want to learn. And, you know, whether it's adults or teenagers, you know, put them in a situation where. I can create a class, and I mean, I have a ton of fun. I mean, you know that, Amanda. You've Mm -hmm. been in my class. I have fun, and it allows me to, you know, make new friends and, you know, see people at, you know, Carlton Landing and shoot after that little uh, sushi class that um, I did, that little private class. I ran into those teenagers at the meeting house, and they came up to me and gave me a hug, and my friend said, who was that? And I said, those were my girls in my class this afternoon but but it's it's the connecting with the people and seeing them get that oh wow I can do this because you know making things and being proud of what you make Mm -hmm. is something you can't buy yeah
0: And developing a love for cooking because a lot of – I didn't get that growing up, and so I still to this day am not a huge fan of being in the kitchen. I do it because it's important, but it's not (laughs) something I love. And so I love that Summer is able to go to these types of events that you host, and there's a lot of joy in the midst of the process. And she's able to see a vision of more than just me slaving away in the kitchen.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, and I mean – I love to cook, I love to eat, I, I make it healthy, but I, I want to be in and out of the kitchen in 30 minutes so I can have a great life. Yeah. I don't want to be tied up, you know, all day long, and uh, that, that's kind of my, one of my goals is, you know, do it, but learn how to cook in a way that you can have just as good a food, if not better and healthier than when you go out to eat,
0: but you made it. Yeah. And I wanted to say, too, you mentioned about how you saw those teenagers from the class. So and then you talked to them in the meeting house. So when we were at your limoncello, it was in April of 2020. Let's see. What are we right now? We're 23. Was, well, was, oh, yeah. It was 23. Year. Yeah, I, it was April 23. I know. I know. That feels like two years ago. Um, So we happened to be there during me and my friends for the I hosted a bookcation at the lodge and oh yeah it was really last minute I think even maybe one of my one of the ladies that came to the bookcation might have even seen it on Instagram and messaged it to me and I was like oh fun let's do it <laughs> so it's really fun like if you and your lady friends are going to Carlton Landing keep an eye out for these they're so fun to do with the ladies that you come with, or if you come with your moms and daughters, and you know that's fun too. But I was gonna say, okay, hang on. Yeah, I've got to interrupt you yeah, though. Yeah. It, it's not just a ladies that's thing. True. I've had
1: many many men come, <laughs> and some father daughter combinations. Okay. And I had one family. It was mom dad, uh, son and daughter that came. Nice. And they were they were renters. It was their first time at Carlton Landing, wow. and they just
0: saw it shared on Instagram and said, yeah, let's do that. I love it. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I love it. My, my, I never think husbands because our guys, because my, my, the guys in my family, I can't see them coming. Although maybe Dawson could do, would be interested in sushi, but. Um, so that is a good question I hadn't thought to ask is it usually females only or men invited so I love that the men and the gentlemen are invited Um, but the point of the story was the ladies and I my friends we were at the meeting house later that night I guess and we were just sitting around outside amongst kind of the fireplace area and talking and you came up and you sat down with us and talked to us like we were friends, old friends, and just had the best conversation for what felt like an hour. And I just love that at Carlton Landing, that type of an interaction happens. We go to a class to see you, the teacher, and then we see you later around and you come and you socialize with us. And I think that's a really unique and really special thing about vacationing at Carlton landing that you may not necessarily find elsewhere. So I just want you to know that that really meant a lot to me and my friends that you took the time out of your day to do that.
1: Yeah. And that was a cool event that you had too, with that little
0: bookcation. I think yeah.
1: We did, we have a book club here at Carlton landing and, uh, um, I was like, ooh, I'm all into that. That sounds <laughs> know, like a perfect.
0: Sit around wherever you want and read a book all day. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. We're actually gonna but, do you another. You know, Carlton
1: Landing, we just we do life together here.
0: Yeah. You know, we
1: we have a vibrant church, we have a fun meeting house for social events, you know, we have we have the lake. I mean, it's crazy that you people think, oh, I'm coming there for the lake. But Carleton Landing is about the community yeah. and the people that live here and that love each other. I mean, that's number one, the, just the greatest asset about it. And it was a big surprise because I just thought we were building a cute little, you know, house in a place where I could walk and, you know, be involved in the garden and stuff like that. Little yeah. did I know, you know, it would become my life.
0: Yeah. And so tell us kind of in closing, tell us a little bit more about that. It became your life. You built the your home with your husband and the Red Barn. So tell us about that's where you host your classes. Tell us a little bit in closing about the Red Barn and its significance and just kind of the story behind Marcy and your husband um, with all of that.
1: Okay. Like I said. When we first visited here in 2013, we had no desire to move to the lake. We've never really been lake people, even though we had a boat when we were young. It just, it wasn't really on the radar. And I just loved the, the vibe of the community of Carlton Landing. And, you know, I could see it. And so we sold our five bedroom house that I designed that we built and moved to our 10th of an acre small house, <laughs> you know, our little slice of heaven. And then our kids came all the time because they like each other. I guess that's a good problem to have. <laughs> and and we get along. And so we needed more space. We decided to build the red barn. And it was, it, it was my husband's. It was his space. The downstairs was... It was his shop, it was his music studio, and it's our garage, and it's also the place where when everybody came, we could all put tables and eat together. We built a garage apartment upstairs so that, you know, all the families would have room to come and spend the night. You know, that was just kind of where it started. You know, little did I know when he passed away in 2022 that his red barn would give me an opportunity to stay hooked up with the people of Carlton Landing mm-hmm. and, you know, to share my love of cooking and other life skills, you know, because I truly feel, you know, God's not done with me yet. Mm-hmm. And those Red Barn classes, you know, they keep my cup full and
0: they allow me to have a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And so for those who, haven't been to Carlton Landing, maybe you're hearing about it for the first time, they're apprehensive, it's new, they're unsure, like, what would you encourage them with of what to do next?
1: Ooh, drive through, you know, plan yeah. on getting, getting a lunch and, you know, either picking up stuff locally and bringing it to Carlton Landing or just driving through, stopping, and if the meeting house is open or mama tigs, get out, walk around you will, I will guarantee you, you'll run into people on the sidewalk. We stop and talk. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the way of life that we are here. And it's kind of one of those places where you know everybody. <laughs> but literally, Amanda, I've made some of the best friends of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to say when you're a mature person, yeah. but here at Carlton Landing. Yeah.
0: I love it. Thank you, Marcy, so much for taking the time to share with us about your cooking classes, about Carlton Landing, about your life. I'm excited for our listeners to hear this and to come spend some time at Carlton Landing and meet you in person and learn from you and um, get excited about cooking.
1: That's right. Just stop by and knock on my door. I'm home most <laughs> of the time. And if I'm not Catch me next
0: time.
1: That's right. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Marcy.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us today. No doubt you learned many new things, and hopefully it's gotten you excited about your next Carlton Landing vacation. The best way to connect with Marcy is via Instagram. You can DM her at redbarn underscore Landing. Or if you are in Carlton Landing, just stop by and see her at the Red Barn. We'll see you next time.